Hello, and welcome to the Canal Street Chronicles podcast, part of the SB Nation family. I'm your host, Brendan Ertel, and you can find my Saints articles on Canal Street Chronicles as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Brendan underscore Ertel. Huda, and welcome back to the Canal Street Chronicles podcast. I'm your host today, Brendan Ertel. I'm going to be breaking down the New Orleans Saints game against the Minnesota Vikings on wildcard weekend this weekend. I'm going to start off with the injury report. So this is a Thursday's injury report, and usually how the injury report goes is the players who don't practice Thursday usually don't play the following game. So these players that did not practice probably won't play. We, we could see a last-minute kind of change here. but So Marcus Williams, Vaughn Bell, Michael Thomas, Dwayne Washington – were all full participants in Thursday's practice. Marcus Williams and Vaughn Bell will be huge to get back. The Saints have been depleted there since they left. Michael Thomas just had that hand injury, as we kind of saw in those pictures. He had a little wrap on his hand. He'll be fine. He played through it last week as well. And Dwayne Washington was a full participant as well. Eli Apple still did not practice, and Zach Line did not practice again. So we had Zach Line back for a week, and back on the injury report he goes. So those two guys won't, did not practice. Eli Apple is maybe one of the better starters that we could take off this off this team and be okay because Janoris Jenkins has stepped in and have, has played pretty well. So we'll see about Eli Apple. Probably will not see him play. We'll maybe see him back next week. Zach Line as well. For the Minnesota Vikings, Eric Kendricks, their starting linebacker, was limited. And Mike Hughes, their starting corner, was also limited. So if they didn't have those two guys, that would be key for the Saints. The biggest member not on the injury report this week for the Minnesota Vikings was Dalvin Cook. He's back and he's back at full strength. The Vikings haven't had Dalvin Cook back at full strength for a while. We haven't seen Dalvin Cook's best game since maybe week 8. He's been kind of banged up. In the Seattle in the Seattle Seahawks game, he banged up his shoulder, so he's been playing with his bad shoulder for a while. He got a week off last week, so Minnesota looks to have Dalvin Cook back healthy. And of course, I know no one wants to hear this. It's a Minneapolis Miracle rematch. I know we've seen the Vikings before. We played them in their building last year. Kind of beat the crap out of them. But this is a rematch, and I think the Saints should be still have that hungry fire in them just to roll this team and destroy them. From all the nightmares that we've had about that play and all the memes that we've had about that play, I think the Saints just need to roll them and get past this as much as, much as they can. Since Drew Brees has returned from injury, he's played phenomenal. He's maybe played the best quarterback out of anyone in the league right now. Since he's returned, he's had, or this season's stats, he's had 27 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, and his completion percentage was 74.3, which is .1 off of his NFL record. So, obviously that's first in the NFL, so he's played great. In his last 6 games, he has 22 touchdowns and 0 picks, so he's been playing at a super high level, not turning the football over, and actually finding the end zone a lot more than he did last year. Michael Thomas, of course, with 149 receptions, was the NFL record. He will be in this game and be a huge part of this football game. But Traquan Smith last week actually showed me a lot because it looked like they tried to force him into his offense. He had five receptions, maybe his best all-around game he's had all season. So I think that was Sean Payton trying to get Traquan kind of involved early in this offense. And if he can be a factor, even if it's just four or five catches in this game, that's more than nothing. And it, we've seen... Big strides from Traquan and maybe some steps back. So it'd be key for the Saints to get Traquan just not even as a threat in this game, just an option 
just to, to catch a few passes in this game. Last week as well, I was actually very pleased with how many times Latavius Murray touched the football. That's just another body you have to worry about. He carried the ball nine more times than Alvin Kamara last week, so that's a key thing there that the Vikings will be keen on, the former Viking Latavius Murray in the run game. Jared Cook as well has also turned it on this season. He started out slow, got injury, but he's turned on as of late. This season he has 43 receptions for 705 yards and 9 touchdowns. So it's another body of the worry about in the red zone. And Coach Zimmer even said in his press conference, we got a lot of problems. You know what they do? They have a ton of problems with the Saints offense, more so than they've had in years past playing the Saints. This is maybe the most loaded Saints offense with personnel-wise. And you even have to worry about Taysom Hill. You can't just worry about him just running the football. You have to worry about him passing it and catching it too. So lots of things the Vikings need to worry about in this football game. Maybe Minnesota's strongest side of the football is their is their defense. So their pass defense this year has ranked 15th in yards per game. They averaged 233.6, so not incredible, not bad. They're middle of the pack. They actually allow the the 25th most receptions and yards to, to wide receivers this season. So that's a key stat for Michael Thomas, Ted Ginn, and Traquan. As the Vikings have shown, kind of struggled against wide receivers, but against running backs and tight ends, they've done pretty well shutting them down. Running backs, their eighth in yards and tight ends is 11th in yards. So they tend to slow those positions down, but their outside corners have not done a good job against wide receivers. So look at that matchup, Michael Thomas versus Xavier Rhodes. It's, it's been kind of a marquee matchup in the past, but Xavier Rhodes has had maybe not the best season of his career. So matchup there, Thomas versus Xavier. The roads might just be open in this football game for Michael Thomas. A stat I ran into not too long ago, and I was like decently surprised. The Saints offense is third in the NFL in yak, which is yards after the catch. So that's a big part of the offense. Drew's doing his job, passing with those quick passes, getting the ball out of, the, out of his hands into the playmaker's hands. So that's a big key stat for me. Jared Cook and Alvin Kamara have done a great job at yak. Michael Thomas always will be that guy, but... Again, that Vikings defense is active. It's very good. The Saints' pass protection will be need to be on point. They'll be finally be 100% healthy in this game. They'll from left tackle to right tackle. They'll be 100% healthy. All their stars will be there. They've actually allowed 25 sacks this year, which is third. So, some names to look out for: Daniel Hunter, the ex LSU Tiger. He's has 14 and a half sacks this year. He's, that's that leads the team, of course. He's been a monster this year, and and Everson Griffin, their other edge rusher, has eight sacks this year. So they maybe have one of the better tandems in the league of pass rushers. So it'd be important because our maybe our two best offensive linemen are tackles. So shutting them down will be key for the Saints, keeping Drew Brees' jersey completely clean. And Minnesota has one of the maybe the most weird pass rushes I've ever seen. They're fifth in the NFL in sacks. But in quarterback pressures, they're 25th. So they either get to the quarterback and sack him or they don't get to him at all. So it'll be key for the Saints to lock down those edges and bring in that pocket for Drew. And Drew shouldn't even get touched this football game if the offensive line does his job correctly. The Saints pass rush has been excellent this year. They're third in sacks and fifth in quarterback pressures. So losing Davenport and Rankins hurts a lot. But I've actually seen Murray Edwards and Shy Tuttle step up a ton. Shy Tuttle has been one of the better rookies of this class. And just seeing them, their, their improvement in this defense is immense because it's, it's been kind of that next man up mentality for the season. I know Cam Jordan loves playing Minnesota because Minnesota's always had 
some of maybe the weaker tackles in the league, and he also likes playing against his dad's former team. But the pass protection for the Vikings this season actually hasn't been bad. They're fourth in the NFL, or they're excuse me, they're fifth in the NFL. They've allowed 28 sacks, but I don't think the Saints are looking at that at all. I think they're just looking at the the matchups. I think they think they win each matchup, and I do too. Of course, the two names we we all hate: Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen's actually had a down year. Part of the reason because he's he's been struggling with injuries all year long. He's only played 10 games. But Diggs have has, has had quietly a pretty good year. He's had 63 receptions for 1,130 yards and six touchdowns. So of course we all know we all know what Diggs did to us. Marshawn Lattimore. I, I don't know if he's gonna be following or flipping sides. I think he'll stay on his side and let Janoris or maybe Eli Apple, if he plays in this game, stay on their side. Because either way, they're gonna have a a marquee matchup in Diggs or Thielen on them. Thielen this season has had 30 receptions for 418 yards and six touchdowns. So maybe not the numbers we're used to seeing for Thielen, but he's been battling injuries. He should be back healthy this week after they sat the players last week against the Bears. So the Vikings are going to be healthy in this game because essentially they had a bye because they played all their backups last week against the Bears. The Saints pass defense is going to be immense in this football game. Potentially, again, they will maybe not have Eli Apple, so Janora Shinkin stepping into that spot. The Saints have have allowed the 26th most yards to wide receivers this season, so they've let wide receivers beat them, but they've actually been quietly pretty good against tight ends, and I think that's important this game. They're 10th in the NFL in tight end yards, so Irv Smith Jr. and Kyle Rudolph have been immense this game. They've combined for over 700 yards and 8 touchdowns, so... Again, the play-action game for the Vikings, part of the reason is you, you have those tight ends in. They can block. They can go out for routes. So the Saints keying in on those tight ends, maybe slowing down this pass play-action game will be key for the Saints. But the play-action game, of course, runs through Dalvin Cook, maybe their best player, I think, right now. he's This season, he's had 1,654 scrimmage yards, which is 7th in the NFL. He's been a beast this season. Earlier on, the first few weeks of the season, we thought he'd be in the MVP conversation because he really was having that good of a year. So again, that play action runs through Dalvin Cook because he draws so much attention to him, and especially this season. If the Saints can slow him down, that'll slow down the Vikings offense altogether. I know lots of Saints fans actually watched the Vikings-Packers game. And what the Vikings couldn't do is they couldn't run the football, so they were, Kirk Cousins was forced to beat them. And I think that's kind of what you need to do. You can just let your pass rushers, just let the dogs loose and let them go pass rush and cause havoc on Kirk Cousins. If Dalvin Cook can get into a groove in this game, that could become a problem for not even the, the, the D-line, but also the receiving game too because the play action can burn you on that. Kirk Cousins puzzles me though. In prime time, he's actually six and thirteen. So for some reason, he doesn't like people watching him play. And on Monday Night Football, he's actually zero and seven. So I don't know what's wrong with him, but he just can't. He just doesn't like the attention on him. And this will be a prime time game. It will be the first game on Sunday. So the paint, the Saints pass rush just needs to go all out again. They need to stop Dalvin Cook so they can let the pass rushers do what they do best. Go get the quarterback, Cam Jordan and Trey Hendrickson. Let him loose cause havoc in that in that pocket for Kirk Cousins get him rattled make him hold on to the football maybe longer than he wants to because when when he gets rattled he's just a different player I don't know what's wrong with him but last time Kirk Cousins was in the Superdome 
I'm pretty sure we all remember the the Redskins game a year back when the Saints were down 15 points late in that football game. They came back and won. So part of that reason they came back was the pass rush. The pass rush, they let the dogs loose. And once Kirk Cousins starts holding on to that football, he's just he doesn't know what to do with it. But again, it all starts up front. The D-line needs to win the, in the trenches. They need to stop Dalvin Cook. Most importantly, crowd noise. We need to be absolutely crazy. This game could have been easily avoided with games that could have gone the Saints' way, but we're used to for we're used to nothing going our way, and that's is just it, it is what it is. We'll take care of business. I'm not gonna jinx it. Gonna knock on wood. If the Saints defeat the Vikings, they'll go on to play Green Bay next week in Green Bay. Super Bowl is running through the NFC North for the Saints. They could potentially have another home game if Seattle or Philadelphia upsets San Francisco. But we won't get too far into that. It's We need to take care of business here. And we need to just get on to next week. I'm expecting actually a big day from Michael Thomas. I think he'll get the best from Xavier Rhodes. And that crowd noise, of course, on when the Saints are on defense, that'll be huge for the Saints. I think they could incorporate Taysom Hill into this offense a little bit more too this game. Just another body you have to worry about in this game and maybe confuse some teams. I think they've kind of ran some plays this season with Taysom to set up plays to take later, some shot plays, some play-action plays. So I'm excited to see what they do with him this game. But honestly, I think the Saints, I think they get the job done because I think they're playing the best football right now. Other than the Ravens, I think they're playing the best football. In the NFC, no question to me that the Saints are they're playing at the highest level. San Francisco's been also been playing at a high level, but they've had all these super close games. I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they've had nine games this season where it's been a one possession game and it's came down to the wire. So so many games they could have lost or won, but the Saints are just other than last year, they were just getting by barely, barely, barely getting by. But this year they're just dominating from here on out in that Carolina game. So much better than it was last year because they sat they sat their starters because they're the first seed and they just kind of got rolled by the Panthers. But seeing them take care of business against the Panthers, I, I have so much confidence in this team. I think they'll beat the Vikings. I think they'll go on to Green Bay. We will see. My score prediction for this game is actually 34-20 to New Orleans. So I think they get the job done. I think they get it done pretty well. I think early on it'll be stressful, but second half we can kind of sit back and relax and enjoy this team take over. Again, you can hit me up on Twitter at Brendan underscore Ertl. I appreciate everyone everyone tuning in. I appreciate all the love on Twitter and on these podcasts. I'll be coming at you guys right after the football game to break down, hopefully, a Saints win and advancing to the NFC Divisional Round. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Again, I'm Brendan Ertl. I'll catch you guys next episode. Who dat?